actually, according to the uh, Wikipedia page, it looks like Nut and Honey was in existence for like 25 years. Oh, hey, shit. I'm wow. Utterly Geek. Huh. I'm Darren oh. Bell. Welcome to no, Utterly he Geek. Is We're utterly here geek. to talk about... Goodbye. <laughs> I'm Utterly Geek. Wally and I are signing I'm... off. I'm Spartacus. Yep, yep. <laughs> Hi, no, we're we're going to go make our own podcast with blackjacks and hookers. Yep. Fine, I'll just talk about 1980s breakfast cereals. Hey, listen, that are Vitamin dead. King. Fucking dead, hey. man. Fucking Kaboom was an amazing cereal. I don't give a shit who you are. I don't know are. if I had Kaboom. Kaboom? Kaboom. Take, okay, go back, watch the first Kill Bill, because Kaboom is the breakfast cereal that oh. she pulls her gun out of. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And it that is a legitimate cereal. It is. It's basically. It, it's almost like it looks like a fucking fruit, Fruit Loops, mm-hmm. but with marshmallows. Yeah. Yeah. But it was clown themed. Okay. <laughs> it's fucking kaboot. Listen, breakfast cereals are kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. Horatio Magellan Crunch is not actually a captain. Mm. Like, if you look at the actual stars and bars. Hey, we're Utterly Geek. We're here to talk about video games. Nope, this is our 80s cereal nah, podcast. Nah, man. 80s yeah, this is a cereal, cereal podcast. podcast. No gaming today. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm all for it. Let's do it. Let's write it down. So there were originally five monster cereals, not just three. Yeah. You had Count Chocula, Frankenberry, and Booberry, but there was also Fruit Brute, who was a werewolf. Oh. I remember that one. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And Yummy Mummy, which oh, was like yeah. a... Yeah, I, I forget what the flavor of Yummy Mummy was. <laughs> but they brought them back like two years ago, really, like for one season. And those are the only cereals that are seasonal that I'm aware of that are like Halloween-themed. Mm. You can only get them like this time of year. Oh, shit. Which I saw a Halloween billboard driving to work today, and I felt real bad about that. Yeah, there's oh, like... God. There was fucking... Dude, there was like a spirit Halloween... Uh, costume store was opening up like last week or two weeks ago and I was like yeah motherfucker it's mm-hmm. like middle of August like calm the <laughs> fuck down yeah it seems like they nope. keep starting holiday stuff earlier and earlier now it's earlier like, yeah yeah hey we're gonna but start it two days earlier than last year and now we're gonna start it two days earlier than the year before and it's just like oh my god fuck you stop it yeah, if seriously. you do the math on that I think they came to the conclusion that if Things keep creeping and on the same pace. I think it's like 2025 advertisements for the next Christmas will start December 26th. <laughs> yeah. Like if it keeps up at that pace. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, we're Utterly Geek. Mm-hmm. We're here to actually talk about video game news. Are we, though? I don't know. I mean, whatever. Uh, you know, if the mood it's, strikes it's, us. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 I don't know about you guys, but I'm in I'm in the mood to talk some game news. Mm-hmm. Now fuck uh, that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let's start with the continuing saga of Philip Mewson. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, IGN shortly after we cut last week got out there and said, "Yeah, we are actively removing everything he's done." Mm-hmm. After he got out there and basically challenged Jason Schreier, he had a YouTube video that was a non-apology yeah. about his goddamn plagiarism. Yeah. It was awful. I didn't see it. I read the transcripts. He basically said, go ahead. Keep checking me out. 
And they said K and found dozens of examples of plagiarism. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, IGN is like, we can't trust anything this dude has written, so we're just going to pull everything, and we're going to re-review the more pertinent reviews, but there's only so much they can do, you know? Yeah. Fucking, man. Fuck that dude. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, the fact that also is, like, his LinkedIn uh, profile was also, like, a ripped off from a template from somewhere. <laughs> Literally to, copied and pasted. And, and, and it was just, like, what should we even trust from this guy? Like, nothing, I guess. Like, fucking dude is just a sellout across the board, I guess. What I find is very egregious. In his video, he basically said, no, this is standard practice, you know. Most reviewers will go out and they'll look at what the pulse of the community is and watch a whole bunch of video reviews and read opinions online. Absolutely. Well, okay. So I basically only listen to Giant Bomb. <laughs> yes. But every one of them have said no. Fucking no. Yeah. Not at all. Like, you don't, when you're reviewing, at least this is what Giant Bomb's take is, is you isolate yourself mm-hmm. so that you don't you don't get influenced by public opinion, by other people's opinions. It all comes naturally to you of your reactions and what you want to say. Right, which is how a review should be taken. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you want a natural, off-the-cuff reaction, untainted by, you know, the zeitgeist opinion on whatever title you're working on. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, because once you see, like, if it comes out and you start seeing, like, okay, five people reviewed it and they all really liked it, then you're going to be like, okay... I probably should like this game. So you're already coming in, or you're just like, I'm going to not like it because those assholes like it, you know? (laughs) Like, so it already fucks your opinion over. So, yeah, you just lock yourself away from the internet while you play the game, and then, you know, then you have your real reaction. It's just, Mm -hmm. if it's genuine, you know, so. Yep. Agreed. Fucked up. Mm Mm-hmm. Fuck that guy. This is a career ender. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Considering, I, you know, it, after he got fired from IGN, like, he could have just said nothing and just, like, whatever. Just be like, all right, I fucked up, and then just been quiet. But the fact that he challenged the Kotaku and was like, hey, find more shit if you fucking think that's so important. And then it was just like... Oh yep. boy, you're you're basically asking the internet to find things, to yeah. hunt things down. Like that's that's the biggest thing that I don't get. Yeah. yeah. Like why do that? So, I think in my mind, like I think he maybe just like he had done it so much that he had believed that he was the creator of all of that stuff. Like I think he corrupted his own brain into like because it became so formulaic for him to just like basically copy and paste other people's shit and and get away Certainly. with it that I think he believed that now he was the sole creator of those things. Cuz why yeah, would I you fucking that. challenge that? There is no reason because you would know <laughs> you plagiarized tens of 20s, 30, I don't know how, I mean a lot of shit that guy plagiarized like you would know in your brain that you did that, so you would instantly be like, okay, the, the only way to save this is to just instantly apologize. Yeah. And yeah. say, I fucked up, sorry guys, I'll try to do better, you know, and even if you get fired, you still apologize, say, I fucked up, you know, just so maybe on the off chance that someone wants to hire you, 
they'll hire you, mm-hmm. you know, like, they'll yeah, be like oh, this guy, he might be a, he might be a good guy. Let's let, let him redeem himself, you know? Yeah. So, Ex- exactly. As there was say, like the apology video wasn't really apology. It was more of just him explaining himself, but it was yeah. like, that's not an apology. <laughs> and then even, even when his comment to uh, the original reviewer for dead cells, like he, all he said to him was like, Oh, best of luck. That yeah. was it. Yeah. Like not even a direct, like, Hey man, I'm sorry I I ripped your shit, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and then follow up with best of luck. But that's like all he said was just that that second part. Yeah, I I don't I don't understand. Va- a deeply deluded individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, now he won't be able to get a job anywhere. Probably nope. so he's gonna Hooray! have to do a career change. Uh, so this next piece, I didn't find this. This is a older piece that we overlooked, it seems. Uh, Tencent has acquired stakes in Blue Hole, securing mm-hmm. a strategic partnership for global expansion. Wally, it looks like you're the one who put this up there. Yes. So, um, basically, Tencent's blowing up. Uh, this is pretty standard. <laughs> um, yeah, so the reason why I kind of put this on there was just because, like, right now, the, the state of, like, PUBG is, like, oh god let's just fix everything because we need to fix this game because Mm -hmm. now like i don't want to say i mean i would say battle royale is still pretty hot like especially with just fortnite and PUBG at the realms because at the helms because like right now like games that come out that have battle royale like just are gone within weeks or even a week they're just like quickly ignored because there's already just two it's like League of Legends and Dota 2. It's like there's already two titans that are dominating that realm. And anything that tries to create it, like, they have to really change up on how it, like, how it works or what the mechanics are or what's special about it mm-hmm. in order to make it very unique. Um, like, I'm kind of surprised even with... I know I compared Dota 2 and League of Legends. I'm actually surprised that Heroes of the Storm is still pretty popular but i think that's just because it's owned by blizzard and it's got blizzard characters that people want to play as the heroes and mm-hmm. fight yeah, against I think each that's other exactly it and so that's why it's like so popular still as a moba and also it's the mechanic of the leveling up system being across the entire team instead of individuals that's like a huge difference between both games mm-hmm. um so you kind of yeah, weird enough to where it can exist, but it's still not one of the the big ones. Yeah. So that that being said, um, you know, this with Tencent uh, acquiring them, they I'm hoping that this is kind of a movement where it goes along with their current campaign that's just called Fix PUBG. Uh, that is basically they are they had a roadmap as for the rest of the year as to like what they're gonna fix and. I, it s- sounds like that Tencent, with them kind of dipping their toes in there, that they'll be able to at least bring in a team and kind of, like, incorporate their their skill sets to kind of really bring it up to where that game should be. Yeah. Right. I just, at a core fundamental, like, optics level, hate the idea that it's called the Fix PUBG <laughs> campaign. Right. Because it came out last year, yeah. so that was broken. Like, <laughs> it 
And while the Fix PUBG campaign is going on, should someone step in because it's broken? Should I buy this? Could it, <laughs> yeah. Should, should right. I play it? It's broke. You're fixing it. But, <laughs> yeah. like, messaging has never been their strong suit. No. No. God, no. Uh, but. Yeah, because it was, like, when it was in early access, it was... It ran fairly well, and then 1.0 happened, and it was just, like, fucking somehow worse <laughs> than it was. And it was just, like, how is this possible? So, yeah, yeah it they, uh, this is, this is more of kind of, like, okay, we realize we fucked up on 1.0. Let's, let's get it up to, to par, to where it should mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and it, and it seems like with Tencent that's already doing the the mobile game because like I played I played the mobile game a number of times I'm like wow this is actually how PUBG should be <laughs> like it should feel like this um, I just hope that they're able to bring that kind of knowledge in and then just help that team out but I don't know yeah. I I just don't I don't like the idea of Tencent this giant megalith of a company. Mm-hmm acquiring so many studios and so much stakeholder in everything i it's a that's, monoculture and, that's fucking terrifying from my the, the dark dystopian future is coming upon us eventually you're gonna have two companies you're gonna have google and tencent no three and amazon because you need physical goods sometimes right well we'll, we'll get to that <laughs> it's terrifying to me that they're able to just buy all these companies yeah stakes in i mean that's that's the downside of it right like they're they're becoming a monopoly within the video game world of just like buying up fucking everything especially some of the like the companies that are making tons of money off of so Mm -hmm. it's just like they're just basically getting shit tons of money with every acquisition that they're they're getting Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, at this point, get into Blue Hole while you can because who knows? I mean, they, I mean, the way that PUBG is, I, I still love the game, but the way that it's going, like, I don't know if they're gonna be able to make another game after this. Like, what the fuck can they make? No. Like, I don't it know. It feels like the game for that studio. <laughs> yeah, like what else? Yeah. I just can't see them making another game that's gonna be good. Yeah, but <laughs> it's it's basically Mojang and. Mm-hmm. Minecraft. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. It's, we're just going to port it to everything. <laughs> uh, in other news, Patrick Soderlund is leaving EA. Patrick Soderlund is currently the chief design officer at Electronic Arts. He was formerly the head of DICE before transitioning into EA. And basically, yeah, he's going to be stepping down. So he seems to be the big driving force behind the Frostbite engine and utilizing it in fucking every EA Pro thing. But he's also their creative director. So let's look over the past year and a half so of (laughs) EA. Like, he's been there 12 years. So I wonder... If last year was particularly bad, so he's just like, "Yo, no peace. I'm done. Mm, I'm, I'm out." Mm-hmm. And kind of with the current state of EA of how things are going, not just like even even with Battlefield Five with how things are going right now, because like they're 
I mean, granted, their pre-order stuff is like more through Amazon. Like it's only recorded through Amazon. Yeah, that's not... all recorded through Amazon, and they currently don't have any physical copies on Amazon. So right. Take today's news, which while he's referring to, there is a report out today that Battlefield Five is slated to underperform due to poor pre-sale, and yeah, that report is very skewed. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's like. I don't know. It, it anything that's kind of like coming from EA where they're saying it's poor sales, I just take it from like as a great assault cuz I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like you're still going to be fucking having people buying their fucking games. But anyway, yeah, like oh, certainly. Um, yeah, and I think there's that whole like don't pre-order movement that's still kind of like in people's the back of people's brains, you know, that's like I'm, yeah. I I'll just wait. And then I'll get yep. it, you know. So I think that that's still going on. So yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think that's kind of skewed. It certainly is. It'll be interesting to see where EA goes from here with someone else at the helm. Mm-hmm. But speaking of holding off on pre-orders, there's now more reason than ever to fucking hold off on that. Amazon is ending their Prime twenty percent discount mm. on pre-orders. And instead is replacing it with, hey, you're going to get $10 credit down the road. Motherfuckers. I hate for this. Yeah. That's so bad yeah. because it's just, all all it's doing is, is buffing their sales because now you have to buy something else with a $10 credit. It's exactly. such fucking bullshit. Yeah. Steve, you understand yeah. it. You understand. That's exactly what they want. It's yeah. such bullshit. Dude, after yeah. after this piece of news, it's like, do I really need Prime anymore? <laughs> like, I'm starting to second guess having my account. Like, I don't, I don't use the yeah. video. Uh, I. Uh, uh, you should. You should watch the tick in then <laughs> The tick is really good. Okay. Uh, sure. Uh, but like, yeah, if I ever use Amazon Video, like, I'm renting movies off of it to watch it. Yeah. That's, and you can do that on nice. Google Play or anything else. Yeah, exactly. So, and, like, fucking, oh, boy, two-day shipping, whatever. I'll wait more days. Who gives a shit? Like, I'll wait three to five days. It's fine. If I don't need it right away, like, the the two-day thing was just more of, like, oh, it just happens to be here in two days. Cool. Like, it's, yeah. it's not make or break if I needed it on, on those days or whatever. So, um, and then especially now with this. And then also with, like, the – they're also ending um, Twitch Prime. Like, it's now going to have ads for it. Uh-huh. So people people who want to watch uh, Twitch now will be getting fucking ads because that was, like, the whole – one of the other benefits of having Twitch Prime through yeah. Amazon Prime was that, like, oh, if I want to watch some of my streamers – I don't have to deal with an ad because they're already like if I subscribe to them through like Twitch Prime, then it's like you know whatever and it's fine. But oh my god, that makes so much sense because they just went through that whole month of Twitch Prime to give out free games and then cancel it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now you have the Twitch launcher, yeah. And so you're trapped in that ecosystem to play those games. Why don't we cancel all the bonuses for the? Oh man, yeah. Fuck you, Amazon. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, yeah, I'll probably they, be I'll probably be uh, canceling my Prime membership to not renew next year. They've they've found ways to continually take away value for Prime while also increasing the price of Prime. Yep. Yeah, which is 
an amazing feat. Yeah. Fuck him. Was it up to now like 110, 120 or something? 120. Yeah, 120, 120 a year. Yeah. When it started, if I remember correctly, in college it was 80. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I remember it being that much. I mean, you know, I was a college student, so I couldn't afford that shit anyway, but still, yeah. it was like... But, a, yeah. but we were in college, and you could have gotten it for, for free. free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Well, you know, you might get ads on Twitch now, but there's a brand new kid on the block. Steam.tv <laughs> has launched. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I mean, they're trying to... Comp- with twitch yeah. now yeah so well let's see how that goes yeah i mean it, it it like i like the idea like if you can make if they can make something or like i don't even know like if they can make something that just launches as you start up and you don't have to like have obs or something you know like a program to do that yeah. like it just captures your cam and stuff and it makes it easy mm-hmm. for people to stream it could fucking work out you like that could be really cool so like people don't have to like have this like technological advanced like knowledge to go in there and be like okay i gotta set the scenes i gotta do this if you can do that in steam and not have to fuck around with a lot of stuff if it just kind of like launches and it's kind of easy it automatically has on your steam profile (laughs) your stream section yeah like, mm. So it knows what ports and all the different forwarding and everything that it needs to do, and it just mm-hmm. handles it behind the scenes. Yeah, I mean, it could be a, a good idea. Like, I was thinking, actually, I was thinking of that when uh, we were talking about, I, I just didn't bring it up, but I was thinking about it when we were talking about Discord, like, selling games. I was thinking about, oh, what mm-hmm. if they, like, had it so they capture you and they do it like Twitch? Like, if they integrated that, like, that's a real, that'd be a really cool idea. Didn't discord chat and streaming yeah kind yeah. of you know if they integrated what they're doing into into you as a streamer and their games that they're selling like it could be i mean really fuck cool. we're we're doing our video right now on discord so we know they have the video codex decent enough yeah yeah oh, yeah yeah so that's, i don't know i uh see that the only thing that i'm kind of mad about it is because i've streamed mm-hmm. through steam before like when someone someone wanted to see a game that was like, oh, I'm curious to see your game. Like, let me, like, they send a request to, like, stream my game. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, if I'm playing an online game, it fucking chugs. Like, it tanks mm. in performance. Uh, with Mostly well, mostly just internet, with mostly with, like, network connectivity. But I right. kind of hope that's a little bit better now. Because, like, I can have, because if I can't have, like, OBS on... And if I'm gaming, then it's coming in fine. Yeah. Like, while streaming, while playing an online game, like, everything's working. Mm -hmm. But, like, with Steam, when I've had people, like, view it through Steam, it's just, like, it it tanks. So, (laughs) I'm I'm hoping that maybe they might have fixed that by now, so... Well, you know, it's Valve, and it's a new toy with Valve, so you know they're going to treat it with a tender love and care (laughs) and give it the appropriate amount of attention and patch it and update it until it's a perfectly well-oiled piece of software. Yep. They're really just going to throw it in a goddamn dumpster and kill it. Yep. Yeah. But it's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, I I wonder where they're going to go with mm-hmm. it. Hopefully those kinks are ironed out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested to see but, it. Yeah. And from what I've seen and the temperature of the internet is basically, eh. Yeah. I, I'm sure there's people that are curious to see how it performs, but... 
I think I think overall, yeah, it's kind of like we've Twitch is just so fucking big at this point, man. It's yeah. it's mm-hmm. hard. It's gonna be hard to yeah. It it seems like a lot of what Steam and Valve is doing right now is trying to catch up on what's been out for the last five to ten years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like. Because, like, you know, Valve used to be really ahead of the curve with their games and everything, and especially with even fucking Steam. Like, that was that was pretty fucking new, like, when it first came out. Ugly as shit, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, to what it is now, like, it's, it's a fucking, uh, it's a behemoth of a goddamn uh, store. Well, they, they were the first, and so a lot of yeah. other stores have now come up and, and seen what Valve has done, and incremented on it some to more varying degrees than other whereas like you look at origin that's strictly we're just the ea store <laughs> yeah wow i mean they have other games on there but if they, you're gonna if do, you're gonna pick but... between origin and, and steam or gog like the fuck like what do you think yeah. you're gonna pick yeah well not origin <laughs> no but gog has launched a new initiative today to remind people what differentiates them from steam and it's their fck drm initiative <laughs> yes uh it is a website that you can point people to uh, i i dug through this it's literally fckdrm.com mm-hmm. and it's a big outline of hey this is what drm is and this is why you need to care about it yeah and there's a lot of people in the gaming industry who have quotes up on this, uh, which is funny. There's a Gabe Newell being one of them. There's a Gabe Newell quote regarding DRM on GOG. I know. Uh, I'm waiting for it to spin back around. But I thought that was basically good. basically they're saying, hey, anything you buy digitally could be pulled away from you at any moment. Mm-hmm. Like that's why GOG doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, they have a nice little checklist I saw that was just like DRM, DRM free, and like they list off yep. a number of things so that way clearly you can see like what's the benefits of having a DRM free game. So Gabe Newell's quote: "As far as DRM goes, most DRM strategies are just dumb. The goal should be to create greater value for customers through service value, not by de- decreasing the value of a product." Mm-hmm. Which okay. Steam alone is technically DRM, but if you use only Steam, it's just that, a good service. Mm-hmm. At, at the bottom, they point you to a number of different locations that are DRM-free. Uh, Vimeo On Demand, Moving Image Archive for video, books. GOG.com is the only one listed for gaming because <laughs> it's the only one there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if you have friends or family and you start bitching about DRM in front of them or they start complaining about, hey, why can't I take my music here? Point them here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a great example. People seem to have forgotten DRM fucking blows and it still exists. Right. I I, I don't think... Um, <clears throat> I mean, yes, Valve has the power to totally switch off steam in everybody's games but i but i also yes they have that power but i don't think honestly they would well there was not now at at this point they're big enough to where the public outcry would be so huge and the potential lawsuits would be so big but when steam first started and the only games on there were half-life 2 and counter-strike hmm 
there is this real concern that, like, what happens if you just pull the plug? Mm-hmm. What happens if your servers go down? Yeah. Why can't I access my games because your company fucked up? I'm paying this money. I should be able to play it. Yeah. Like, those are all very... And whenever a new service crops up, those are always the problems and always the concerns. In fact, GOG is guilty of this as well. There was one weekend before... They didn't announce they were going out of beta. They just were trucking along, and then suddenly one weekend, the website went down. Mm. No one could log in. No one could get to the things that they purchased. Oh, shit. So everyone started fucking panicking. Next Monday, they come back up. They're like, oh, well, we're launching. And they had a really terrible video where they showed up as monks paying for their sins. (laughs) And that just didn't fucking land right. Like, oh, we are so sorry, and they're dressed as monks. It's like, no, fuck you. No jokey shit. <laughs> you should have gotten out ahead of this and said, hey, listen, by the way, we're going to go down, but we'll come back. Because for that entire weekend, no one knew that they were going to come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's ironic that they do that. Fuck them. But they're the only DRM free, <laughs> so they, yeah. they do good work. Again, messaging is a big problem in the games industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Point everyone to fckdrm.com. It's it's a good website. Hey, you remember when Dark Souls Remastered <laughs> launched way back in the spring on everything but the Switch when they said it was coming to the Switch? Mm-hmm. We finally have a date for the Switch version. Hooray! That great summer day of October 19th. (laughs) They've also announced that that's the same day that the Dark Souls trilogy will be launching on all of the other systems. Yep. Hooray. It's coming out at least. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's It's coming out. It'll still sell. Is the remastered included in the trilogy or no? Yes. It's all three of them remastered. So, do you remember when the Wii U came out? And they had Mass Effect 3 yes. and on the Wii U. <laughs> and, then the and it came out the same day as the Mass Effect trilogy <laughs> on all the other systems? Y- yes. This is the same thing. <laughs> right. This is the same fucking deal. Uh, I'm curious to see how well Dark Souls Remaster sells on the Switch, given that it is portable. Yeah. Right. Like, that's the big feature <laughs> for Dark Souls on Switch. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm interested. I, I probably won't buy it for Switch, but I'm just interested to see it because, mm-hmm. like, actually, lately, I've been having a hard time playing games uh, undocked. Like, I've just, I don't know why. Like, I've just been having, mm-hmm. like, issues. Like, I don't know. Like, I just can't. Well, issues like how? Uh, like, with it's you? Just, I think system? it's more with me. No, it's not the system. It's more okay. with me just being, like, I can't play it like this ah, you know just getting like frustrated yeah. and then docking it so i'm just inter- interested for at least my eyes to see it and see like how my brain comprehends it because like i was i, w- I was playing hollow knight on like undocked and i just could not fucking do it i was just trying so hard right. and i was like i can't play this hmm. game undocked i don't know why it just my brain i don't know what it is with with especially with that game like even celeste too like i had a hard time I don't know if it's just like interesting having I don't know if it's just having the controller in my hand and like just feeling more comfortable with that rather than holding mm. on to the system but yeah I just 
heb and heb. Your brain just can't handle can't how handle. amazing <laughs> it is that you no. can play games both no. and I not. seriously, like, I mean, I never really had... It blows an... your fucking mind, literally. <laughs> I never really you had much a of an issue of words. outside of that, like, outside of, I mean, well, obviously, like, Zelda and stuff, like, I didn't play that undocked very often. Um, mm. but like that, I didn't even have that much issue with, like that looked really good on docked. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, like just lately my, my eyes just aren't focusing in and I just like, right. just can't do it. Well, they released usage statistics not too long ago that it's pretty much a 50, 50 mm. split amongst people who play it docked and undocked. So yeah, it's working yeah. exactly as intended. Yeah. yeah. I have noticed uh, I played Dead Cells undocked a little mm-hmm. bit yesterday, mm-hmm. and undocked, I think that performs a little worse mm. Okay. than docked. It, it it hooks up a little bit. Dead Cells on Switch, love that game, but it does hook up mm. a little bit on Switch. Mm. That's unfortunate. Probably, I, I would still recommend it mm-hmm. as a way to play yeah. that game, but it's not ideal. Yeah. Mm. If you can't get it any other way, you know, still get it. Yeah. Or even if you can, if you want it on the go, yeah. like that's your, that's yeah. the way to do that game. Yeah. I mean, I would like to have it on the go, but I have it on PC, so. I will let you know when they patch okay. it. I've, let me know. Yeah, I've I've got like almost 60 hours of that game logged in on PC. So it's like, I, yes, I did kind of start all over once, once uh, it was officially released, but it was also like, Eh. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, you've already put in your time. I, I put in, I put in my time. I know it very well. I know it runs very well on PC. Whereas like Switch, I'm kind of running a gamble. It's like yeah. So yeah, I'm kind of glad I actually held off on it because yeah, I, I again the reason why I would have gotten it was just because it's like oh portability. Like I can fucking have Dead Cells with me, and I know Dead Cells is a very good game. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's a great game to just be like oh I'm just gonna jump in, play one round, one run, mm-hmm. and if I die then okay cool then i'll just pack it away and fucking move on yeah or if you don't you're gonna be stuck there for an hour <laughs> yeah that was that was my very first run <laughs> i was just like oh i'll do one quick run and then like an hour later i'm like i beat the game <laughs> good job oh <laughs> <laughs> done yeah, was, uh, yeah shut yeah. uninstall done <laughs> uh, that's all right done forever cool it's out i'm good <laughs> Uh, let's see. THQ Nordic has acquired the Time Splitters and Second Sight properties, Yay. which makes me very <laughs> fucking happy. Yeah, I really hope for at least Time Splitters remasters, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I should hope we get a brand new Time Splitters four. Mm. My question is: Was that, that kind of in the works for a very long <laughs> it time? It was and, and then at it got Free done. Radical. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. It was after Haze. Do you remember Haze oh, for the PS3? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Is that the one, is that the one with the, the guy with, like, the fucking yellow helmet? The yellow broken? helmet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Haze is the reason we didn't get another Time Splitters. <laughs> oh, my but, God. But, uh, Steve, if you had to choose and they only could remaster one... Do you do two or do you do future perfect? Mm. 
That's interesting. That's hard because I think the story in the single player of Future Perfect I liked better, but the multiplayer yeah. I think I liked better on two. Yeah, because three ended up adding like vehicles and yeah, shit. Yeah, it just wasn't. It got yeah, weirder. it just wasn't as fun. I don't think for me at least. Future Perfect. I liked. Well, the yeah the the, the multiplayer. It was oh, still okay. good. The, like the single player was the single so much player better was than awesome. three. So good. The single player was yeah. just the moments of like I don't know like it's just so it was over the, the top f- silly that it was amazing. It's one of the few actually funny games. Mm-hmm. Like I loaded it up on GameCube not too long ago and still found myself chuckling at that game. Yeah, yeah. That the moment where you you're like dealing with all the different. Uh, copies of yourself cortez is just popping out and you have to like solve that puzzle. Is oh <laughs> that part is so fucking good so i mean i would love to play through that remastered so i think i would choose future perfect because i don't think like the multiplayer isn't as good as two but i think it's still good so mm-hmm. because uh, see that and that's the problem that i come down to like if you pick three you pick future perfect which is the better narrative and mm-hmm mechanically the better game but you can't reload your map and play anaconda for players <laughs> yeah, that's true <laughs> oh my god which anaconda. i would i Jesus would pause if i could tell you how many times i fucking listened to that goddamn track yeah yeah it's ingrained in my fucking soul yeah I think I would posit to guess that we probably played more Anaconda than the multiplayer. <laughs> probably, yeah. yeah. By pure hour count. Yeah. It's it's pretty close. Man, yeah, I'm excited to see whatever the fuck they do with time splitters. Yeah, yeah and yeah, Hayes was only sorry, no, sorry, sorry. I'm Go ahead. kind of re- I'm researching this because uh I wanted to watch an actual trailer. Uh yeah, it was exclusively only PS three. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. I guess. Well, remember, the running gag that generation was PS3 has no games. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's true. I <laughs> Featuring a new song for Haze by Korn. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and and it also, like, looking at the trailer of it, it just looked like it was nothing but just, like, fucking... It was the uh, brown shooter era. Mm-hmm. Oh, it definitely was. And it was it was a lot of just browns and like the only thing that was d- distinct was that fucking yellow helmet and armor and that was it. But like, you know, you're not looking at that because you're looking at yep. the dudes that you're shooting at the entire time. Brown and gray. Yeah. Ugh. God. Awful. Yeah. Oh, I was I was going to say with um like remastering uh Future Perfect or Time Splitters 2 like the multiplayer might not be that important anymore because it just might not feel that good. But I would want them to include it in its original form. Yeah. For posterity's <laughs> sake. Yeah, I mean, I would. I'd be interested to see how that feels. Like, in, if they did make it like online or something, like just how mm-hmm. that sixteen-player online. <laughs> yeah, or something how like that. that would feel to play that game. Um, but yeah, I just don't know. I bet. Bet you'd feel real good. No, yeah. Yeah, it probably would. I, I I just I miss those kind of like multiplayer games. They just don't make them like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't make good arena shooters. They don't make like 
classic Halo style or Christ, it's actually GoldenEye style mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. multiplayer. Yeah. What's funny, if I remember correctly, I might have misread this article, but I think some of the members of THQ Nordic were part of the original Free Radical team. Hmm. Hmm. Which were some of the people who originally worked on GoldenEye. Yeah. Interesting. Damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm really excited to see what comes of that. Also, Quake Champions is alright as an arena shooter. Hmm. But it but it really isn't because you have abilities and you have right. ultimates. Yeah, oh yeah. So it's it kind of is, but it isn't. Yeah. Like I just want a pure fucking Give me drop in with my goddamn fists, <laughs> scramble to find a gun, or drop in with a pistol. Give me a pistol. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know where they spawn on the map. Mm-hmm. Some fucker's gonna camp the goddamn rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah, give me that. <laughs> uh, CD Projekt is now worth more than Square Enix, and they have acquired a mobile game developer. Wow. Surprising that they're worth more than Square Enix. Yeah. Hmm. That's crazy. Curious that they've acquired a mobile game developer? I mean, I would say for the the card game. For For Gwent? Gwent. Probably. (laughs) It's actually, Uh, like, aesthetically, it's a really cool card game. It's just not that good, you know, like... It's... At at the end of the day, you're still fucking playing (laughs) Gwent. Like it looks good, and the artwork, the artwork on the cards is so fucking awesome. Like it is so good, and it, it's fun, but like for, ten minutes, and then you're like, okay, fuck this game. There's better, ones of card games than this. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I, I would say people. that they would just they're developing it just to see how Gwent would do. Probably, I. I hadn't. I completely forgot about Gwent. That tells you how much I <laughs> I really enjoy Gwent. I think I played it once with my small time on The Witcher Three, and I was like, okay, okay fuck <laughs> this game. Yeah. This is done. And then right after you get the quest to collect all the cards, I'm like, well, that's a quest I'll never <laughs> fucking do. Yeah. Ugh. You think you think that they're big now, bigger than Square Enix? Wait till fucking Cyberpunk oh, comes Jesus. out. Oh God, yeah. Considering they just released more more images today, I'm just like yeah, ah! screenshots. <laughs> yeah, they release that boggles my mind. They released screenshots <laughs> in 2018, and people lost their minds. <laughs> Let's put wow. Uh, Cyberpunk most hyped game oh, <laughs> of the next X amount yeah. of years. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Certainly. Screenshots. It's fucking 2018. Well, I'm and, I'm willing yeah. to bet we'll probably see gameplay next year, E3. Game Awards. Nope, Game Awards. You think so? I think we'll see them at the Game Awards. Mm. Okay. That'll be a way for them to kick, like, close 2018. Be like, here's your first gameplay teaser thing. Everyone will lose their fucking mind. <laughs> Actually, everyone's head will literally explode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, let's see here. New Microsoft Studio, the initiative, has acquired new talent from specifically former talent of Santa Monica Studio, Rockstar, and Crystal hmm. Dynamics. Nice. That sounds like a very promising... Mm-hmm. promising studio yeah but the more i read about this the more i read about how microsoft is acquiring these studios and getting these companies on board to make the games the more it makes me feel like they fucking just given up this generation yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. and just acquiring all these companies to be like yo why don't, why don't you make something for our next machine like right now so that we come out of the gate with a bajillion d fucking games yeah yeah I mean, and that's fine. Like, just have Microsoft be... All they focus on is just focus on their plat- their fucking console to have these games go out on. Like, if focus they... Focus on their platform. Yeah. Focus on their operating system and their feature set. Yeah. If, make if, sure all that shit fucking works this time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because if they, if they focus on that, then that's, that's where that's something where they can put all their effort into and then not have to worry about anything else and it's just like all right cool you guys make out these fucking games sweet yeah like yeah that's it and that's all they have to do i mean looking at it like it's it's kind of sad for people who have xbox one but it's just it's a good business plan for them because they're like hey we're not going to sell a lot of xbox ones anymore like it's just not going to happen so we have to focus on giving people good games to launch the next thing that we are releasing so we get more sales because the Xbox One just didn't do that good, you know? So mm-hmm. it's almost right. like the Wii U where it's like, hey, we got to focus on coming out strong with Switch and selling as many fucking Switches as we can. And the, and they yeah. did that, and I think Microsoft is probably looking at that and going, oh, fuck, that's what we got to do, you know? Like, we, <laughs> we got to do that with the next system. <clears throat> yeah. I really like how they're all kind of carving out their own niche mm-hmm. within the greater games industry whereas nintendo's focusing on being this weird fucking hybrid monster mobile home console system which is really well executed upon from a hardware perspective you, you could have just stopped at being weird because that's just how they've always been like they've always just been right. in that corner doing their own thing and just like doing their own thing <laughs> my, my point is is that they finally found a way to marry to marry together their home consoles which have never really been the strongest performers the wii was a weird exception to that yeah and their handhelds which have been consistent powerhouses they right. found a weird way to unite those two mm-hmm. and then you've got microsoft that's kind of weirdly uniting pc and console together mm-hmm. right in this fucked up goddamn like hey we can play with each other kind of way and then you have Sony just being a game system. Like, do you want to just do you want to just have a traditional game system? Just buy it. Just buy a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we're simple. We're easy. Yeah. It's it's neat to see that kind of differentiation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It also makes me realize that dating back to the Xbox 360 era, PlayStation has no games. Next generation, Nintendo has no games. This generation, Microsoft, has no games. <laughs> They've each had their turn in the barrel. Yep. Yep. Let's hope they all have games next time around. <laughs> yeah, it just sounds like next uh, next generation. It'll just be like an explosion of fucking games for every yeah. system. And it's like, God damn it, I don't know what to have. 
<laughs> I can't afford Every- all of them. <laughs> Everything's coming to everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking, we got Crash I, Bandicoot. I don't know. On. I feel like I feel like uh, I feel like Sony is probably up next for not having games. I don't know, cause like I mean, yeah, Sony's been killing it with a lot of their exclusives, but like seeing seeing this movement with Microsoft of how they're just like acquiring all these different developers just to be mm-hmm. like, all right, get ready, cause we're gonna have fucking tons of lineup of games coming out for for Xbox. Mm-hmm. It's like okay we obviously know that's coming and then with the switch it's like we know that there's tons of games that are coming out like either whether they're exclusive or being ported over to the switch we know that's coming whereas like sony sony's kind of like in a weird spot right now where it's like yeah i know there's gonna be sequels of games coming out for for playstation but i don't know like it it, it, i mean surprises there's really nothing that yeah, like, outside of, like, what's been announced at E3, like, there's, like, yeah, sure, maybe there's, like, new surprises uh, that might come along the way, um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it, Sony kind of, like, keeps things under wraps, which I guess is fine. I mean, you know, it's more power to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah, I, I don't know. hey, I like being pleasantly surprised, because fucking God of War, goddamn, when that was first announced, that was out of goddamn out of nowhere like i was not expecting that at all like i didn't i thought that franchise was fucking dead we still don't even know how much longer this generation has in its fucking gas tank you know yeah exactly so who who the fuck knows (laughs) we still have death stranding yes death stranding i think on this generation whatever the fuck that is yeah. yeah Whenever the whenever fuck that, that is. is, whatever it is, yeah. I mean, Sony is that a swan song or a birthday? Yeah, present? I mean, Sony has they have the still have good production companies like Santa Monica and Gorilla and uh, Naughty Dog and you know those mm-hmm. studios. That game company, yeah, that, it, it, yeah. So they're really like they're there and they they're established. So I think they don't really have to acquire all these game companies you know so you're i think right now we're just not not going to hear a lot of news about them but i do think i think xbox or microsoft is going to come out strong and it might be the this point where people are like uh microsoft has more games than than sony does yeah i think they'll still have their quality though like they'll launch with like horizon 2 or something like that and people are gonna be like oh shit i gotta buy the new playstation because horizon 2 is on it you know like Fuck yeah, we still have Last of Us Two. Last of Us Two, yep, mm. that's another one. They still have quite a bit in the mm-hmm. pipe. Oh yeah, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying that they don't. It's just like beyond those games. Yeah. yeah. It's it's hard to tell like what what is on kind of on the way. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I think we still have a couple years before next gen consoles hit or even are like really yeah. announced. I, I think 2020 is when we get the announcement, mm-hmm. but that's just me thinking with my gut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm basing that on fucking yeah. nothing. Yeah. So Gamescom is going on right now, so that means lots of game announcements, and the one that I am fucking most goddamn pumped for, Supermassive Games. Oh. Creators of Until Dawn have announced that they are creating a series of games that they are calling the Dark Pictures Anthology. Okay. These are going to be on PC, PS4, and Xbox oh, One. Nice. 
Until Dawn being previously a PS4 exclusive. Uh, the official blurb from Supermassive Boss Pete Samuels. Each games in the Dark Pictures anthology will feature a brand new story, setting, and characters. The anthology format gives us the opportunity to tap into a variety of horror sub-genres. We've identified 39 that we'd love to represent in the anthology, but that would take some time. Uh, the first game in the anthology is due out next year, 2019, entitled Man of Medan. Medan? M-E-D-A-N. Uh, which stirs a group of people who go diving for treasure and end up battling the horrors of the deep. Mm. Decisions will determine who will and won't survive in these narrative journeys, Supermassive said. So, fucking yeah. yeah. That's exactly what I wanted out of an Until Dawn follow-up. <laughs> fucking give me something completely different, but with the same kind of yeah. mechanics. Right. Oh, man, that could be if creepy th- as fuck. Underwater. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> if... If this is the future of horror movies, I embrace it wholeheartedly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They, they've they said that they're starting with a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Mm. It is an anthology. They have three planned games, but they have ideas for 39. Wow. So. They, 39. They just need, dip- to, they need to just work on their performance of their games because it always looked good. But God did it sometimes just run like ass. <laughs> Until Dawn ran fine, in my opinion. Not there Maybe I'm f- not remembering it. Yeah, there were a few moments where it, it chugged a little definitely bit. definitely some buggy parts, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just loved yeah. it so much that that didn't it did, matter It didn't me. bother me that much, but yeah, I, I would like to see them iron that out because there were a couple times where it, like, bugged out a little bit. So, like to the point where you're like the character's face is kind of fucked up and it would just like took took me out of it for a little bit like it was funny but it it just took me out of the story for a second i'm like "Eh." yeah for me it was more like frame rate Mm. there was sometimes it like it just tanked to like 10 (laughs) frames per second it was like oh okay like this is a little harsh but you're dealing with a with a playstation 4 there imagine running it on pc but it's smooth right right Mm. <laughs> Give me that. Give me that. Hey, and the and the pro's been pretty awesome for me. So I mean, it could fucking run pretty good on that. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Huh? I wonder. Have you replayed Until Dawn on the pro? Uh, I haven't. I I'm curious. Should <laughs> Halloween? <laughs> like I don't know Halloween, if that would. Yeah. yeah. I mean that. I don't know if it would make much of a difference because if I feel like that's maybe just the game just not being optimized mm. enough for those certain segments. Well, just slap it into performance mode. Right, if that's available. I don't I have no idea. And try it. Yeah. Cuz I mean, that's hey, only I only one way to figure it out. Cuz hey, I I had issues with even God of War. Like I threw it on resolution mode and it looked fucking good, but like it was, there were a couple times where it was like it would go a little bit below 30 and I'm like, "Ooh, this is not good for this kind of game." <laughs> yeah. So I would just put it right back in a performance and I left it on there cuz I'm like, "Man, yeah. fucking 60 frames Kratos is real good." Yeah, that's I'm just so happy that they did that because they did have a follow-up to Until Dawn. It was called Hidden Agenda. Yes. That was their VR and shooter. No, right? no, no. It wasn't VR. It oh. was a cooperative story-based phone controller game. Mm. Okay. That was kind of like Until Dawn meets Jackbox. 
<laughs> sure. It got okay reviews. Yeah. Like, it's eh. Yeah. But this is this is exactly what I want. Yeah, I yeah, I hey man. They haven't they have a pretty good engine. I mean, I was very impressed with Until Dawn, so and yeah, being able to see more would be great. Yup. Uh Shenmue three has a release date. <laughs> August 27th, 2019. So I, I, I almost misread it as this year, and I was like, whoa, that would be <laughs> fucking nutty. Like, yeah. Hey, remember all those bumps nah. in the road in this game? Well, fucking, it's out next week. <laughs> like, oh, I've been, I've been like, holy shit. But yeah, no, I reread it, and I was like, okay, 19. Okay. Yeah. And they also have the one and two. Like yeah, I, it out. wasn't in my release order for uh, for the upcoming announcements here. Okay. But yeah, it's coming out like this week or something tomorrow. Okay, <laughs> yeah. No, today it's oh. out today. Oh shit! There you go. Shenmue One and Two Remastered. If you want to go back and watch play those games at a slightly <laughs> higher resolution. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's watch. Uh. Um, it's slightly higher resolution, but nothing else changed. Mm. Those will feel real old. Oh yeah, yeah. A part I'm, of me I'm kind sure of those... wants to pick them up. <laughs> hey man, I, re- you I really those liked games. the first one. Yeah, you. Played I played those. the first. No, I did not play the second. Well, there you I go. Did, now you can play. I did both not of them. go to Hong Kong and chase Lan Di. <laughs> man, what the fuck is wrong with you? apparently a lot (laughs) i did not hit their full reactive eyes entertainment buttons fast enough that was the genre of that game Mm. fuck if i know what it means Mm. full reactive eyes entertainment i think i think for those kind of games i'm curious but that would be more of a (laughs) rental for me than like hey man i'm gonna go out fucking buy this and see what the hype is all about like I'd yeah, rather no, just don't I'd, don't do that. I'd rather just be like, "Hey, you have it? Cool. Can I try it out?" And then play it for five minutes. And be like, "What the fuck is this game?" And then return it. It's about right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you're a Giant Bomb member, they do have an endurance run of the first they played through like two years ago for some fucking reason. So you can watch the entirety of Shenmue. Actually. If I remember correctly, Shenmue 2 came out in the States on the original Xbox, not the Dreamcast. Mm. So in order to fill people in who might not have played Shenmue 1, uh. there was a DVD called Shenmue the Movie <laughs> oh, God. that was literally all of the cutscenes from Shenmue, and it's pretty much the same as playing that fucking game. <laughs> Except you don't get to drive a forklift for your job. Shenmue's a fucked up game. But hey, at I'm least they have really, a release date now. I'm not really excited for <laughs> 3. <laughs> yeah, I, I, prob- I mean, I mean, when that was initially released, you were kind of like, oh, cool. But then, like, as it's been more and more news, it's, like, been a steady decline of, like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's also, like, how they announced it. Because mm-hmm. they were like, yeah. oh, look. Here we are at the Sony stage, and here's you, Suzuki. Here's Shenmue 3. All right, let's count down. Yay, now it's on Kickstarter. Wait, what? Why? What? (laughs) Why are you on Sony stage? What is the money? Like, who's doing... 
what the fuck is happening? Yeah, right. <clears throat> so, yeah, bad tastes, everyone's mouth. Uh, do you remember earlier this year <laughs> where there was a tweet from Blizzard of a Diablo light switch and everyone fucking leapt to a stupid goddamn conclusion that Diablo 3 was going to be on Nintendo Switch? Apparently that was the conclusion from that tweet because Diablo 3 is coming to <laughs> Nintendo Switch with all of the expansion content and it's all on the cartridge. You don't need to download anything. Nice. Yeah. So that could be a neat little version of Diablo yeah. 3 if you really want to play Diablo I'm 3. interested in it, again. If you, 60 if fucking you haven't played... Yeah, that's that's the one thing that I'm yeah. like... It's, it's a really dated game... And, yeah, I mean, yeah, you get, like, all the content, mm -hmm. sure, like, even a Necromancer, but, like, a lot of a lot of my time that I enjoyed playing Diablo 3, like, yeah, I like playing it alone, but I also played it a lot online, and, mm -hmm. like, you know, if that game comes out, and then once the, their Nintendo's online system comes Nintendo around. Nintendo Switch Online, yeah. come on, get the, get the branding uh, right. Sorry. Uh, shows how much I care. Uh, yep. You know, once that comes around, then it's like, oh, okay. So if I want to play with friends, it's like I got to fucking chip in for that. No, you don't. It's got split screen. It actually does have split screen. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Which I think is a, a neat thing. All the console editions had split mm -hmm. screen. Right. So. Yeah. Eh. It, it's a good idea. I mean, it... it was really good on PlayStation, so mm. I imagine they just yeah. integrate that version over for the Switch, and yeah. you know, I think it'll be good. It's just it is a dated game. It's sixty dollars, and mm -hmm. who, like I think I think people are gonna buy it just because things on the Switch are selling very well, anyways. But it's yeah. just yeah. I feel like the people who really love that game. Have it on Steve or have it on Blizzard, and they're like, "What? Why would I buy yeah. this game again? Why? So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's the same Dark Souls argument. Yeah. Why? Well, I think more importantly than Diablo three coming to Switch is that this is the first time in what fifteen years Blizzard is putting something out on a Nintendo system. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, since S Starcraft sixty four. Starcraft 64. <laughs> oh, jeez. Fuck yeah. That, okay, so in the collector world, that game's worth some bank. Yeah, I can Because it is so fucking rare. Yeah. I always wanted to play it just to see what the fuck, how the <laughs> fuck you do that. Yeah, I... Uh... <laughs> wow, if I go into eBay and I type in Starcraft, like the fifth result is Starcraft 64. It's mm -hmm. got to be fucking... Oh, here you go. Uh, there's a new listing, 2750 You can get it right now. Pre-owned. I don't have an N64 anymore. Oh, uh, boo. Boo. But new and, new and factory sealed is $300. So that's actually not yeah. terrible for... No, it, it really isn't. New. There's, there's plenty of other games that are, like, way fucking mm -hmm. up there. Oh, oh yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm curious. I'm curious Diablo 3 on Switch how well that's going to do. Yeah, I want to see I want to I almost want to see like a video of a split video for for StarCraft 64 of of it in action <laughs> and the controller 
and someone having a fucking camera on the controller and I do doing playing the game because I want to see how that is. I fucking guarantee you that already exists on the internet. It's got to. It has to. Man. I'll search for that. Uh, Keep going. <laughs> okay, go for it. Uh, in other fucking news to come out of goddamn nowhere, Windjammers 2 is getting <laughs> made. Sure. So, Dot Emu is the company that now owns the rights to Windjammers, and they developed it, they ported it to the PS4. And now it's coming to the Switch. This was actually announced during a Nintendo live stream. Hmm. All we have is an animated trailer that looks straight out of the fucking 90s. It's like a 90s anime that I would watch the shit out of. <laughs> but I'm really... I, I just don't know... I'm, I'm excited but also concerned at the same time. Because a lot of the wonder of Windjammers is the purity of it. So... I don't see how they can improve on it. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Especially on a console that isn't a Neo Geo stick. <laughs> so. Who knows? Glad it's happening. Cautiously optimistic. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm watching this guy. I did find a video. Someone did record. Of course. They basically, <clears throat> what they did was they sat down a tripod, faced, faced the, the TV, and he had his controller right on the bottom left-hand corner of the screen or of the camera. And, yeah, it's like you use the stick to move <laughs> the cursor around, and then you use the the yellow buttons to fucking select shit. Oh, my God. And, and, wow. And then, and then it's like you select it, and then once you select, then you have to go into the fucking mini menu, which pops up on the bottom right-hand corner of, like, what you want to build or whatever. So I I don't I don't know cool. man I don't know man <laughs> this is weird <laughs> like cool, sorry I I, sorry for that little <laughs> that little sidetrack Starcraft sixty four was a weird fucking thing I just wanted to see it in action to see how that fucking thing how it performed y you know what else is gonna be real weird I didn't actually list this but I you know, fuck it we're we're right here might as well uh. <laughs> Paradox has announced that they're taking Stellaris and making a console version of Stellaris. Mm. Wow. How the fuck? I I think it's going to be StarCraft 64 for the modern <laughs> age. Like, how the fuck do you make Stellaris a console game? Mm. I, I think in the modern age, people are smarter about it. Because I said the same thing about Divinity Original Sin. Mm -hmm. And that's actually a really good console for it. Yeah. So I, I want to see the weirdness that is Stellaris <laughs> on console. Yeah. So fucking make me hit C buttons to pop up <laughs> menus to fucking find my religion. Yeah. Uh, and a, this... This is just fucking weird. This one uh, again. <laughs> yeah, this one I didn't know about that it just like popped up. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it was it was announced earlier today. Saints Row the Third is coming to Switch. <laughs> sure. Okay. Arguably the best Saints mm -hmm. Row. Uh, I mean, yes and no. With with a more modern uh, Saints Row, yes, but from what I've heard, Saints Row Two narratively is the best one. I'm not playing Saints Row for a story. Oh, I know. 
I know, because three is <laughs> three is when it went real ape shit. But two yeah. two was like, wow, this actually seems like a good contender for GTA, like a GTA clone. Mm-hmm. But then yeah, yeah three, they, yeah. But then three was just like, fuck it, we're doing our own thing, so we're going crazy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, they were still trying to to be a competitor to GTA at right. that point. God. So that'll be that's everything that I found for news. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I miss anything, gentlemen. Nothing. Anything no. else you guys flag? No. All right, that'll kick us over to emails. You can email us at utterlygeek at gmail.com. That's U T T E R L Y G three three K at gmail.com. If you send them there, we'll get them here. Uh, we didn't get any over the past week, as we normally do not. But you can also tweet at us at UtterlyGeek at Twitter. That's U-T-T-E-R-L-Y-G-E-E-K on Twitter. Wally handles that guy. And we will answer any questions that get tweeted at us, or we'll, we'll bring up your nice comments. Maybe your not-so-nice comments, just to call you a dick. Mm-hmm. If we don't get them there, we're also on Instagram at Utterly Geek. That's U-T-T-E-R-L-Y-G-3-3-K on Instagram. Steve pilots that ship, and he does so with great discretion mm-hmm. and great work. You and, can and, and a co-pilot, I guess, as me. <laughs> Wally tools around on it, too. Yeah, I've been messing around yeah. with it in the past weekend. But yeah, feel free to message and send questions on any of our posts there. We'll bring them up here. I didn't get any on Instagram, at least. Lastly, and not leastly, we're on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash CPTWally. We live stream and come join Talk Twister in the show. Wally's constantly looking at chat when he's not Googling how to play StarCraft 64. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was too curious. I'm sorry. I yeah, wanted no, to know. Hey. I wanted to know. Yeah, it's As just someone who thing. put so many hours into StarCraft 1 and 2, I wanted to fucking know how it ran. <laughs> so feel free to question us during the show. If it's pertinent, we'll bring it up in the conversation. Otherwise, we'll bring it up here at the end of the show. We've got a couple. Hmm. Oh, sweet. I uh, love it when we got a couple. So, so to start off, this was back from our earlier conversation. We were we were kind of already rolling. So, uh, T Dog One said that uh, he said that he was still playing GoldenEye sixty four and not on an emulator. He was playing it on oh, OG yeah. N sixty four, oh, which damn. is really the way to play yeah. that fucking game, my man. Oh, yeah. Honestly, let's so be honest. my question is: Do you play it dual sticked? You plug in the two controllers and use the control <laughs> scheme that oh, is Jesus. two N64 controllers oh, to get dual analog control. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. Because you could oh, do Jesus. that. Jesus. Pioneers, rare. <laughs> uh, and this other one that we have that just came in by Mr. Wild Hunter uh, was, what are our thoughts on Fallout 76? <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> so it's so I just recently had a whole conversation with my current roommate and uh, he had the entire opinion that my opinions on Fallout 3 were wrong and that Fallout 3 is a garbage game for garbage humans hmm. and he proceeded to send me about six hours of videos to <laughs> back that solidify up. his argument right. so you know what it's it's 
Fallout 3 is not a bad game. It is a Bethesda game. Mm-hmm. But it is very different from Fallout 1 and 2. Yeah. And if you take the time to dissect and pick it apart, yeah, you're going to be unhappy. If you were a fan of Fallout 1 and 2, you're going to be unhappy with Fallout 3. Yeah. Because Bethesda doesn't make old school style RPGs. They make what I like to call amusement park RPGs. Where your actions don't really affect the world as a whole. They have their story that they want to tell. But when you load up a new Elder Scrolls and you go into the Assassin's Guild, you're riding that Assassin's Guild ride. You might have little choices here and there that affect very small, minuscule things. Right. But you're not going to affect all of Tamriel. What does this have to do with Fallout 76? Well, they've Fallout 76 is something that's completely different than what Bethesda has made. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily what I want out of a Fallout game. I'm going to keep an eye mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. I'm really curious as to see how they work that out. Mm-hmm. But it's not really something that's got me jazzed, that's got me excited. It could be something really fucking cool. Yeah. Plus, but to plus me, it's plus it's Bethesda's like first try at like a multiplayer game, mm-hmm. right? Which is kind of, it could be good. It could also be a mess. It could also be a Bethesda. It could be a Bethesda. <laughs> it will probably be a Bethesda. It'll most likely be a Bethesda. Where it's, it's good, but it's buggy <laughs> as shit. Yeah. My my problem is is that I'm getting extreme vibes of. Sea of Thieves and No Man's Sky, but mm. with a Fallout flavoring. Mm-hmm. Create your Where own adventure mm-hmm. kind of thing. Create your own adventure, create your own fun, which is good, but that's not what I... I don't want a Fallout-themed one of those, mm-hmm. mm. but that might be someone else's game of yeah. the year, and I, I will not hold that against you. Yeah, yeah. it's not really my cup of tea, but, it, but I'm definitely interested to see it because if it is like maybe they looked at those games and were like, hey, this is what we're not going to do with this game and we're going to perfect mm-hmm. on the shit that was good in those games and we're going to build around that. Yep. So they have two kind of, I mean, Sea of Thieves came out a little bit. Like I, I'm sure that they had most of the game done by the time Sea of Thieves even came out. So, oh, um, yeah. But they probably still like learned from that game. And we're like, okay, oh, yeah. th- we this did is doing this. We need to change that a little bit, you know. So like, they, t- I'm sure they tinkered around with it, but they got to see those games released. So I think that they they can work with that. Um, so I'm interested to see it. I'm interested to see what they do, and I, I think they're going to make a good yeah. game. Like I don't think it's going to be bad, but it's just not a game that's for me at this moment at yeah. least until i see that's, it you that know? seems to be a lot of what bethesda does it's like it's it just depends on the taste mm-hmm. of what you're looking for right because the way the way that i see with like the entire fallout franchise i feel that like fallout 3 and fallout new vegas especially new vegas are like the like fallout games that if you want to have like a good rpg experience like more more so with new vegas um but but like fallout 4 is a better has better a better combat system like and a better shooter system Mm -hmm. and that that is kind of like what i go more for because like fallout 4 was like the rpg parts were not really that great yeah like uh, compared to compared to three in in new vegas like they kind of streamlined that game which seemed really really 
you really shouldn't lump New Vegas in with the other Bethesda games because that's Obsidian. Right, and they, no, I know. They I'm, achieved more of what's I'm, in line with the original Fallout. Right, I'm speaking more in terms of just as a franchise, as the Fallout yeah. franchise. Okay. Yeah, that's what I mean by that. Um, yeah, so it, it really just seems like each Fallout game, they're trying to just try different audiences with each one, it seems like. Yeah. So this one with the multiplayer one kind of seems like, oh, people who love uh, survival games, like online survival games. You know, it's just basically Fallout themed. Like, they're yeah. going to try that fucking crowd. Mm-hmm. What I am interested in, what I really like they're doing, is they're really folding in a lot of the local legends into it to become, like, bosses and things of the area. So, like, the Mothman. If you don't know what that is, you should just Google the Mothman prophecies. Don't don't look at the Richard Gere movie. It's terrible. It's not good. <laughs> okay. It is bad. But th- the Mothman is an actual like extraterrestrial, extraordinary legend from West Virginia, mm. Point Pleasant, which is included in this game, and so that becomes this big mutated moth. In the same vein as the local legends, so they're they're doing a lot of that, but they always do that really mm-hmm. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In all of all of their games, when it's set in a real world location, so it I feel like it will still be that Bethesda game. The thing that concerns me is that there aren't any other humans in it other than other human players. Yes, right. So, what's a quest look like in Fallout seventy six? What's yeah. What's actual narrative, what's progression in that game Mm. look like? Now, they might have been releasing videos about this because that's typically what they do. I just haven't looked at them. Mm. But I'm I'm curious about Fallout 76. I'm not excited, and I'm not shitting on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not the Fallout I was looking for. I really want Obsidian to take Fallout 4's engine and make something with it, but... I don't think that'll happen. Can, can I tell you, I, I kicked up Fallout 4 yesterday, and yeah. it's, it doesn't really look that good anymore. It looks really dated. It, it, it always kind of looked weird to me. It always looked mm. kind of plasticky. People always look plasticky yeah. in that. And it didn't look like a Fallout game either. Everything was too bright. I know we shit on yeah. gray-brown shooters, but, like, for Fallout, everything was always kind of gray-brown nuclear waste. <laughs> and it works for that. Yeah, so Fallout 4 being so bright was weird to mm-hmm. me. Mm. Yeah. Which is funny because they have mods where you can make it more lush. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? So, yeah. Uh, so I, yeah, I'm just really curious to see what that game mm-hmm. actually is. Yeah, yeah me too. Uh, so we have, so we have another one from Mr. <laughs> Mr. Wild Hunter. This one I'll, I'll mostly take cause I mean, I'm the only one that played this one. Uh, what are your guys thoughts on Call of Duty Black Ops 4? Uh, I know neither of you could give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm curious to see from a business perspective, how that game performs without having a single player. Mm. I, I, I'm going to put a prediction out there. I don't think not having a single player will affect its sales at all. No. Mm-mm. No. Absolutely not. Just putting that out there. Yeah. So the days of single player Call of Duty might be dead depending on how this game performs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
don't know, Steve, you go ahead if there's any um, thoughts you have on it. I mean, I'm interested to see it just because they are, like like Darren said, they're, they're making a business move and not releasing single player. But, I mean... I like it's not that I hate Call of Duty games it's just that I don't care that much about them anymore because there's so many iterations of them you know so it's just become a mm-hmm. thing that I don't care about if they create something and it is an amazing multiplayer experience I will probably buy it and play it because I have had a lot of fun playing Call of Duty multiplayer um so if they may, if they create something that's like hey look at this this is amazing everyone's loving it let's have some fun I'll probably buy it and get into it you know but yeah it's not something that i'm like hey i I got some news for you i played the open beta it's pretty good it's it's pretty good it's really good (laughs) like really good really really good um but no like but it doesn't have wall running it doesn't have I, I you know like fucking okay hold on <laughs> let me let me clear the air on this all right no 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 i'm in agreement with you all right hold on cuz this always happens whenever like previous call of duty titles come up people are always like man advanced warfare fucking sucked and i'm like are you kidding me that one was like no. the most fucking fun like with all the wall running and sliding and lasers and shit like that was that's awesome that's legitimately the only one that i've actually enjoyed that's yeah. the one that i've enjoyed the most yeah that was the one that you and i played the absolute most yeah and like that one was fucking awesome and like so it many people real good and and i know exactly why okay it's because people were like oh man the fucking like i didn't like all the wall running and boosting and shit and it's like i know why it's because i actually saw someone play it like on a controller and it fucking cramps your hands with all the shit you got it yeah like <laughs> whereas on pc it was sense. like on pc it felt so fucking good it was so easy to do because like you use boost with shift to like boost around and like you're sliding and running like constantly like all that shit you could do so easy on a mouse and keyboard whereas like people on a fucking controller you're limited on what you can mm-hmm. do like i think it was like something like the boosting you had to push in on one of the sticks and it's like you also had to aim at the same time while you're boosting to the sides and like all this other shit and then like get back to running yeah it was just i can understand why there was a lot of people that were like man that fucking game was bullshit but like dude on pc that fucking game felt so goddamn good especially on multiplayer like ah i loved it i don't know and i know a lot of people said that like the laser was overpowered well yeah but you know it's a fucking laser so sorry yeah they tried something new with that that's why the only loadout I ever used was a custom loadout that I called Shakira that was nothing but a laser and a shotgun because I only hip-fired. <laughs> yeah. Because right. those hips don't lie. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm actually right. kind of interested to play it just because, or just see it because, I don't know, it's been a long time since I've actually even really touched a Call of Duty game, and I had mm. a lot of fun playing the multiplayer of Call of Duty, so, and I kind of want to ch- yeah. kind of want to change it up a little bit, so I'm... I'm interested. I, I wish I reached out to you in that case for the open beta that was this, mm-hmm. like, two weeks ago. Um, yeah, because they... The one thing that is... It just felt like a game changer to me was they added... Uh, I mean, I guess they're kind of going the ways even more of Overwatch where you have multiple abilities, mm-hmm. but you can change out what abilities they are. Like, the ult, the ult for everyone is different depending on what class you have. Okay. But huh. everything else, you can swap out as to, like, what you carry with you. Um, so one of them, which I was like, man, I fucking, why would I ever not use this, was a stim pack to heal yourself. Mm-hmm. And, like, that shit, like, changed 
everything on on combat situations because it wasn't down to oh a guy sees me first and he'll he'll get the kill because i can easily just hide around a corner or or back up from a wall or like getting behind some cover hit the stim pack and i'm back to full health so then i can be like oh i know that guy's there so now i can come around the corner fucking firing away Mm -hmm. and i can get the advantage so there's like a lot more strategy to it now we just said like one thing i mean there was other stuff but i didn't get to unlock and try them but just the stim pack alone i was like man this fucking changes just it's not always like oh well i'm gonna die every time because they spotted me first yeah that's not the case anymore like now you can get behind cover heal yourself up and be ready to go again or just keep running like so like there's a little bit more strategy to it now and i that's why i was like this is this is weirdly really good <laughs> as a multiplayer yeah hmm. but you're saying that there's character specific abilities so that sounds more like a rainbow six siege type yeah situation right interesting but they they so had it's... they've had that since black ops 3 Oh, okay. That was incorporated into Black Ops 3, which I play a lot on PS4. Uh, yeah, I got guilt-tripped it into that one. Um, <laughs> it was more like my brother was like, hey, I'll fucking, did you get it? And I was like, no. He's like, well, go get it so we can play it. I'm like, all right. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, no, it's just, uh, it felt it felt good. I, the, all they had was just like their regular multiplayer, like fucking uh, 6v6 or 8v8, whatever it is kill confirmed type stuff yeah i mean they had they did have their so they bundled up their team deathmatch and kill confirmed as one category and then they had like your objective based stuff which was more of like the control points uh and they kind of added a battlefield mode where it's not you had two control points that you had to take over but you also had x amount of lives between both teams and if one depleted then the team would win that was like defending or whatever Mm. so they kind of they kind of took like what battlefield did and it's just like on a smaller scale like just map wise but it's still like objective wise it's the same where it's like you take control of one up one point and then once that first point is captured then the second point opens up and then everyone tries to fight for that Oh, okay. So it's like what Battlefront or Battlefield did. Yeah. Bad Company 2. Yeah. Where it's, uh, I think it was like called Control or something. I think that was like the yeah, mode. Yeah, something, something like that. I, d- I don't remember. Rush. It was Rush mode. and That's what it was called. Rush, yeah. So they incorporated Rush into into Call of Duty now. It's, mm. it's interesting. So Call of Duty incorporating another game's <laughs> mode under a different name or Dude, sometimes like, the same name? At this point, at this point, there it's it's one of those things where it's like Call of Duty's gotten to the point where it takes a lot of little things from every other game, but just like it's just how it's executed, whether if it's done well or if it's like what the fuck is this? So Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's whatever. You can't trademark game mechanics. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. So, so I'm, I'm, I don't know, man. Like I, I went into that open beta being like, whatever, it's another fucking Call of Duty. But after I played it, I was like, that's, that's kind of a lot of fun. I had fun with that. I don't know. It's well, the Call of Duty games have always been like a guilty pleasure, just because it was no fucking own it. It's not guilty. <laughs> fucking own so. it. All right, fine. I enjoy Call of Duty multiplayer sometimes. <laughs> if I can 
fucking preach the praises of walking simulators, Tacoma, <laughs> life is strange. Hey. You can fucking love your goddamn... Yeah. I like walking simulators. Running around too. shooters. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I highly doubt they'll have another open beta, but if they do, then or maybe they'll do a free weekend thing because hey, it's on it's on Battle.net mm-hmm. and why the fuck not? They may for their uh, battle royale mode. At least for PC anyway. Yeah, they may for their battle yeah. royale mode. That so. that one I'm curious about, only because I feel like maybe because they incorporated their whole healing system and whatnot that. Can mm-hmm. probably change things, because I always kept thinking with their battle royale was like, you get fucking shot up and then you got blood on your screen until you die. Like, so what the fuck? Unless you <laughs> don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That guy, I fuck if I know. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, that's cool. it about that. Answered that question. <laughs> uh, anything else? No, that is all. New releases coming out this week. <laughs> Fucking nothing. Let's go over it. Sure. Uh, starting with PS4. How dare you? F1 there's, 2018. There's one, game, there's one game I'm interested in, goddammit. That came out today. Uh, Shenmue 1 and 2. Not, HD Remastered no. coming out today <laughs> on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Mm-hmm. Goddammit. Uh, unfortunately, the website I look at does not show the current day's releases, so you'll have to fill me in on that one. Otherwise, F1 2018 comes out August 24th on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Guacamelee 2? Guacamelee 2 came out today on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Is that correct? Uh, I think just PC. I'm not sure about PS4 and Xbox. I'm pretty sure it came out on PS4 at least. Let's Black see. Melee 2. PS4. How the fuck? And PC. PS4 and PC mm. only. Yeah. They do. I think they said on Switch soon, but. Or I don't know if it was confirmed or denied. I th- mm, yeah, I'm not comfortable saying one way or the other because I'm not sure. Right. But yes. Uh, moving over to the Xbox One, Phantom Doctrine comes out August 24th on Xbox One. That is an XCOM-like set during the Cold War with Russian spies and U.S. spies and XCOM-like games. It looks neat. I'm waiting for some sort of a review or someone I trust to tell me how good that is Right. before I pull any triggers. Uh, that's already out on PC and PS4. Okay. Kicking it over to the Switch. We see The Escapist 2, Glorious Regime. We saw earlier this week surprise releases of Morphe's Law and hmm. uh, Prison Architect on the Switch. Oh, nice. Yeah, that seemed like a good get. Uh Morphe's Law was that third-person shooter where the the point is to shoot at people, and whatever you hit, you gain that body mass oh, yeah. in your character. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which will affect your abilities in-game. So if you want to jump real high, you got to shoot people mm-hmm. in the legs. <laughs> and it's whatever team amasses the most body mass at the right. end of the game yes. wins. Looks fucking goofy as shit. Right. 
and that kind of leaked into their trailer as well, where they advertise 60-ish FPS. What? That's the exact phrasing hmm. that they use. 60-ish. Hmm. 60-ish. <laughs> Asterisk. But yeah, I mean, we're, you know, hold... Uh, Hollow Knight Godmaster comes out August 23rd on the Switch, which is... That's an expansion, right? Uh, yeah. A big bunch of new bosses, a slew of new music, new NPCs, new quests. They just keep fucking pushing out content. I I almost kind of want to jump back into it because there was, like, no free content when that when I played that game. But now it's just suddenly there's, like, fucking four or five expansions that came out. Yep. Yep. That'll be it for new releases. Uh, here's something I just want to bring up to bring to people's attention that do happen to have an Xbox One. Uh, you can currently get two months of Xbox Game Pass. That is their subscription game library. You can get two months for $2. Hmm. And that is valid until August 31st. Okay. So I'm probably going to bite on that. And if you want to play anything on PC, that also works there. Hmm. Hmm. And if I remember correctly, we did not bring this up in the news because it wasn't pertinent until now. <laughs> Master Chief Collection is going to be on Game Pass September 1st. So if you haven't played that on your Xbox and you want nice. to for $2, okay. you can yeah. do worse. Yeah. But I think that's going to do it for us tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good beefy episode. Yep. Thanks for joining us. We should be back next week. Mm-hmm. Should be? Should be? I Listen, there's <laughs> there's nothing in my mind that okay. would stop me from okay. being on the show, but shit happens. Right. Well, yeah. Naturally, so, yes. We will see you next Monday. Thanks yeah. for joining us. Later. Bye.